Hello, and welcome back to SAS Stories and Sarcasm. We're your hosts, Brian and Mary, and this is episode 124. Yeah, happy 2021. We made it through 2020. Yes. Wow. <laughs> we, we survived. The pandemic's not over, but we still made it through the year, yeah, so that was the good steps. news. <laughs> yeah. How was your Christmas break, Brian, in the end of 2020 for you? Uh, it was excellent. It was excellent. So I had the entire week of Christmas off and then uh, most of the, the week of New Year's. Mm-hmm. But going into Christmas, you know, I'll just get right into it. Uh, I got some very sweet gifts from a lot of people. Uh, I got some gloves <laughs> uh, from your family, which was nice. I got uh, a Seattle Kraken's long sleeve t-shirt. I'm always looking for, you know, ways to stay warm. And those two will definitely, uh, definitely help me there. Uh, mm-hmm. You got me an, uh, an electric blanket. So that's also If you notice the, a pattern, they're yeah, all the, the gifts theme. that you got. Just <laughs> electric keep you blanket. Warm. So I have not, I have not turned on my heater since. My and your is, mom got you a bathrobe too, you said. Yes, she got me a bathrobe. She got, she sent me some money too, but she's like, I need you, people forget money and, uh, you know, here's something physical to remember. <laughs> so I got a bathrobe and I'm loving this bathrobe. But you texted me that it's, you, it, you get too hot if you're wearing the bathrobe and the electric blanket. Yeah, so, so I have to pick one or the other. So I've been like alternating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do both at the same time. Yeah, or else I, yeah, I might singe and you know turn into a pile of ash. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so far I have not turned on my heater since I've had the electric blanket of the bathrobe. So it, you're saving me money. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also got uh, some those tile uh, tracking devices. So now if I ever lose my keys, I'll be able to track where they are. And I also got one for my wallet too. So of Fancy. course they're all synced to my phone. So if I lose my phone, then, you know, it's, it's a big mess. Well, if you but, lose your phone, you can just you find my iPhone on your computer. That's true. I'd have to, I'll probably have to redownload. What is it? That iTunes store and find, get that app or whatever. I don't know if you can do it on a website. You can, you do it on a website, Brian. Oh, okay. Never mind then. See, I'm just, that's, that's how old I am thinking you need the iTunes store <laughs> still, but anyways. Yeah. So I had a pretty, uh, pretty fun Christmas. Uh, you, you, your parents invited me over. So I wasn't Mm -hmm. stuck, stuck in my apartment. I had a a great time. And then we went to go see, uh, Christmas lights. Yeah. The same Christmas lights that we had mentioned on the podcast, I think last time. Yes. We definitely recommend that if you're living in the, anywhere in the Seattle area. uh, It's by far the best place to go. We went to a bunch of other neighborhoods and it was weak. I have to tell you. It was weak. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, so that was a, that's a little uh, update on how my Christmas went. And uh, Mary, how was your Christmas, Mary? Um, let's see, some highlights. Uh, got to see some of my family outside on Christmas Eve, some of my dad's side of the family. Nice. And we had a fire pit. And on Christmas morning, my mom's side of the family came over and we had a fire pit outside in our backyard. And so that was those are some maybe not traditions, but it was definitely fun and it was a little chilly, but not honestly that cold. Um, other highlights were uh, doing some crafts with my mom. Um, we made candles and we did a lettering project. Um, I gave my brother some hot sauces for Christmas. And so it was pretty fun uh, trying those. It was from the YouTube show, Hot Ones. Um, so it was really, really hot. 
Um, I ha- helped Brayden move into her new condo. Congrats, Brayden. That was really fun. And let's see, got to see some friends social distantly. And let's see, watch the new Pixar movie, Soul. Uh, yeah, just lots of relaxing. I had the last two weeks of the year off from work. And so it was a nice uh, time. Nice pause to... from the, the hectic work life. <laughs> yeah, I was out of my apartment. I was at my parents' house for, I think, 11 days. And so, you know, I've just seen these four walls for most of the year last year. So it was nice oh, to be able like to like- in a prison. <laughs> well, I mean, I love my apartment, but it's also yeah. it was just nice to get out and see other walls yes, and other okay. places. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, yeah. yeah, but some other things we uh, we got to do over the break were watch some of the Gonzaga games. I remember uh, us mentioning in the previous podcast that there was going to be a string of games and we catch you all up on it. So it looks like we played about I don't know, six or seven games since uh, we last went over. uh... Our last podcast was on uh, December 17th, I believe. And so, you know, we played Iowa, number three, Iowa. We beat them by 11 points. And then we played Northwestern State two nights in a row. Um, Yeah, I don't know why they scheduled that, but but we won both. The first one we won 95 to 57. Mm -hmm. The second one we also won. We got 95 points again, but they scored 78. So... Good for them improving, I guess, <laughs> but we still got the two wins. So that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. And then we got to play against uh, the number 16 seed Virginia. And it was supposed to be a bit of a closer game, I feel, but we pretty much just, uh, we came out to a strong start in the beginning and then we held on to that lead and we ended up winning 98 to 75. There's yeah, like that a, was kind of a like blowout. I was expecting it to be points. closer mm-hmm. after playing Northwestern State two nights in a row. Um, I was like, okay, I'm ready for like a real game here. A little bit of a nail biter, but it wasn't even a nail biter. It was, you know, still kind of a blowout, but you know, still better. Yeah. Wins a win. Uh, and then we played against NAU. Also we won by about 30 points there. Uh, I think it's Dixie state, right? Yep. Dixie state. Yeah. Then we, we, we almost doubled the, their score there. We got 112 points and they got 67 so we're doing extremely well. And then uh, most recently we played against San Francisco. The first and... game of the WCC conference right. for the it's, year. It's we were going to be, yeah, we won that one too. We were going to be playing Santa Clara on Thursday, but they have some COVID issues right now. And so we're actually going to be playing BYU on Thursday, which is even more exciting because it, it's more of a game. Yeah, and it's going to be televised 5.30 p.m. on ESPN. So uh, if anyone wants to watch it, that's how you watch it. And this should be one of the better games that we play in this conference. Um, also, I'm looking at our schedule right now. It looks like we're scheduled to play BYU three times this yeah, year now. at least. And then we could potentially also play them um, again in the, in the, in the WCC tournament, yeah. potentially. Yeah, yeah. So usually you only play against, you know, once home, once away. Mm-hmm. But, you know, due to scheduling issues all over the place, we get to play against them three times, which is good practice for both us and BYU. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, hopefully it prepares us for the NCAA tournament, uh, which they're actually, we got some news on that. Mary, do you want to go over the NCAA tournament news? Yeah, they're going to be playing all of the games in the NCAA tournament in Indiana, Indiana um, mm-hmm. mostly in Indianapolis, but I think some outlying towns too. 
but uh, it's going to be like semi bubble. Yeah, yeah, which is um, smart. They're also still thinking about doing a WCC tournament in Las Vegas in a bubble as well. So, um, also, I wanted to mention that uh, Corey Kispert tied Dan Dickow and Kevin Pangos record for the number of three pointers in a game uh nine and if zags know that uh i mean there's no fans this season i mean i have my cardboard cut out there but um (laughs) normally if the zags get 10 threes at home then you get tacos and so you know Corey kispert alone almost got the non-existent crowd tacos Wow, what a legend! <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, that was they, Corey Kispert's really been having a good, good season. So is Tilly, and uh, I really feel like it. Tilly this t- or not Tilly? Did I, did I say Tilly? Timmy. Yeah. Timmy. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, uh, I really feel like, and this isn't to jinx it, that this this is a really good year for us. Very. I, well, we can look year. back on this audio in March and we'll see if you jinxed it. Okay. Okay. You guys can blame not. me, I guess, if we don't do oh, it. Thanks. Actually, please thanks don't, for the actually. permission. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about our team this year. And uh, we also got to see a little bit of, who was that new player? Greg, I think. Ben Greg. Ben Greg. Yeah. We were in one of our blowout games. They, we decided to put him in and that's pretty exciting he literally like just left uh, high yeah. school like a month ago like we've talked about in a previous podcast and he even got to play so you know it was either don't play any high school basketball this year because the season's canceled or just skip on to college and you know play a little bit and might as well he made yeah. it obviously made a good choice mm-hmm. yeah so uh we're happy for him getting his beginning to step on the court and uh you know getting some playing time Mm -hmm. shopping online can be a real hassle you have to jump from tab to tab comparing prices and trying coupon codes to make sure you're getting the best deal let me introduce you to honey the world's most popular money saving app and browser extension i use honey all the time Whenever I'm about to check out online, I click the button and it finds me the best coupon code available and instantly applies them to my cart. Honey is totally free. In fact, the only thing it can do is save you money. Get the Honey browser extension by going to sassstorysarcasm.com slash honey and start saving some money today. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible has an unmatched selection of audiobooks with titles from every genre. Audible titles play on nearly any device and allows you to listen to your favorite audiobooks anytime, anywhere. You can even switch between devices and it'll play from where you left off. Sass Stories and Sarcasm listeners can get a 30-day membership trial that includes one free audiobook of your choice. Just go to audibletrial.com slash sspodcast to start your trial and choose your book today. Now, also over the break was the end of the Bachelorette season. It was quite uh, doozy because the Bachelorette ended the week of Christmas. Then there was a week off. And then uh, this week, the Bachelor started. It has never been such a close turnaround of Bachelor, Bachelorette seasons ever with the holidays thrown in as well. So we're going to go over the last uh, two episodes of The Bachelorette, and then we're going to go over um, the contestants from The Bachelor and 
uh, what happened during the first episode that ha- happened this week. Right. Okay. So I believe the, the, the episode before the finale, was that the fantasy sweet night, Mary? Yeah. So what happened is, you know, they all have overnight dates and I mean, whatever, one of them hat was in it. They're all at the La Quinta in Palm Springs. Yeah. And it was, and, it was a little unfair. <laughs> yeah. One of them had, uh, a, a, date in a trailer right? a trailer for <laughs> not his, that there's the, anything wrong with that but yeah then the next one they have like this beautiful room and they're jumping on the bed which is not possible yeah because you'll hit your trailer. head in the trailer exactly so i feel like that's that's not a true uh you know neutral test <laughs> everything but else anyway so they all had their overnight dates and then brendan who she's had a pretty good connection with for you know most of the season uh decided she he just yeah, yeah she really liked him um, just decided that he just wasn't ready for marriage. So he mm-hmm. left. And so she's like, great. Now I only have two guys. I don't have to eliminate anyone this week. We're good. But then Ben shows back up. And so she allows him to come back in. He thinks he's got it good. He's, you know, there's uh, Ivan, uh, Ben. And, and just, just so you guys know, Ben is the guy that uh, basically was was eliminated because he just never told Tasha that he liked her, right? Or mm-hmm. he loved her. And he told Chris Harrison, he did, he told pretty much everyone else, I mean, mm-hmm. but he didn't tell Tasha. Tasha's just like, well, I have no idea where this guy stands. So she just, you know, kicked him off. And, uh, you know, he came back and he's like, oh, by the way, I love you. <laughs> and she's like, what do I do with this now? And she's like, now she finally has a tough decision to make, right, Mary? <laughs> Yeah. And so she, you know, like I said, brought him back on. So there was uh, Ivan, Ben, and Zach. I believe. And Zach. Yeah. And so um, she actually ended up letting Ivan go. And so the final two were Brendan and, no, no. Zach and, Zach ben. and ben. My bad. And ben. so then uh, they both met her parents. And it was, I think, pretty clear that she was going to pick. Zach the whole time yeah um, and I just like the fact that Ben just showed up and he got himself to the finals just by default because she's like okay Ivan we have some differences so I don't we, we don't need to go forward and then Brendan self-eliminated so he just kind of just cruised to the final where it was just him against uh, or not against but him or uh Zach and uh well unfortunately for him his luck ran out and uh, she went with Zach, who I think was the better choice. He was a little bit more mature. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, not to like put a downer on all of this, but last year's bachelor, Peter went through three of the, you know, contestants and he re- recently broke up with the most recent girl that he ended up with. So good luck to Tasha yeah, and Zach. Yeah. I think this, that- this one looks like it might last because they, they both are, are serious yeah we'll see yeah and also it, it seems like more often the bachelorette ends up staying with the person that she chooses for some whatever reason yeah but like we said um this monday this past monday was the start of the bachelor and this season it's with matt james he is a 28 year old this is the 25th season of the bachelor and he's the first black bachelor um which they talked about and they are actually filming the show 
in this enormous mansion in uh, Pennsylvania called Nima Colon Woodlands Resort. Um, and so yeah, it really just mansion. makes Palm Springs <laughs> look very small. It's like huge. But uh, basically some things I, Matt James has never been on most of the contestants who are the bachelor or bachelorette were on the previous show before. Right. So they have a little bit of experience on how the thing works. Right. But this time they decided to just pull Matt James. Out of um, a hat. He was supposed to be, <laughs> well, he was supposed to be on uh, Claire Tasha's season, but uh, because of the delay of COVID, they decided to just have him be the bachelor. So he's never been on TV. He doesn't, he hasn't physically been through this process before. In addition to this, he also said that he's never been in love before. And so this is going to be very uh, traumatizing. Yeah. <laughs> when there's, you know, 32 girls yeah. vying for your heart, you don't know who to believe. You've never actually been in love yourself. So you don't, you know, don't, know, what... You don't know what you want and you, what, what it even, what, what, what you're looking for. <laughs> he also said he doesn't want to let down anyone. He seems like a people pleaser. So Oh, I think no. this is not. You might just go say, well. "I love you" to all thirty of the women. <laughs> oh boy! Um, yeah, let's hope not. In addition to all of this, I want to just note that I thought that his bow tie was like way too big. That was the one thing I could focus on. It was huge. Mary, don't judge the man by his bow tie. <laughs> it was just a very big bow tie. So I have to note that. Okay. 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 But yeah, that's true. Both sides are a little weird. Just wear he, a tie. Like I mentioned, he is a 28 uh, year old real estate broker, entrepreneur, and community organization founder on his journey to find love for the first time. Um, he is from North Carolina and went to Wake Forest University, where he majored in economics and he played wide receiver on the football team. Just a little nice. background about him. But yeah. now we're going to go into the contestants. Okay. So first off, we have Abigail. She's a financial manager from Beaverton, Oregon. And mm -hmm. just let me just say, that is the such a stereotypical <laughs> persona from Oregon. Abigail, what? a girl named Abigail that's from Beaverton. What's wrong with Oregon. that? I, it just it just sounds very Oregonian. Is that the right word? Like a city named Beaverton. Or, never mind. Anyways, oh, all right. Oh, you're saying the city, the city, not <laughs> the her city name, name and. I don't know. I feel like Abigail is a very Oregonian name. Never mind. All right. That's okay. just my thought. Anyways, uh, some interesting facts about her is she likes, loves spending free time golfing with her grandparents and her favorite way to approach a guy is by accidentally bumping into them. Um, so we'll see if uh, she, uh, I guess, body bumps Matt in one well, of the, she, the cocktails. She's also, um, oh, we're she's just going to, yeah, we'll go dive ahead. right a little bit into the first episode. She actually um, is deaf and that's how she introduced herself to Matt just to be like hey I'm gonna be reading your lips a lot because I'm deaf and she's the first deaf contestant on The Bachelor ever and she actually ended up getting the first impression rose so but she does ha she has like a hearing aid yeah right? a cochlear yeah, so, implant so it's not like she's not like she's completely reading his lips but yeah. but that is that is uh good for her uh you know getting the first contestant rose her first impression rose and the first contestant, mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, good for her. Next up is Alana. She's 26. She's a photographer from Toronto. And um, she said that she is the queen of puns. What's next, that's, Brian? That's fun. Um, so then we have Alicia or Alicia. Alicia. Uh, Alicia. Yeah. She's a professional ballerina. And in some of the clips we see her like 
pirouetting around throughout this mansion. So I'm sure she'll be, uh, you know, tiptoeing around on her little ballerina. She feet. actually will not <laughs> because she already got eliminated. Oh, ouch. Yes. So we're going over all the people that are being starting off. Some of these people are already gone. So we will not see more. I will mention Alicia. the ones that are already gone. Here's another one that's already mm -hmm. gone. Amber, she's 30. She's a nursing student. She's from Costa Mesa, California. And she actually didn't even talk to Matt James on the first night. So it oh, makes sense. That, that would, that would do she it. She got eliminated. Okay. Then we have Anna or Anna, depending Anna. on how you pronounce it. <laughs> um, she's a copywriter. She's uh, 24 from Illinois. Um, let's see. She's terrified of fish and obsessed with cheese. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, one of her dreams is writing a screenplay for Hallmark movies. Uh, one of my personal impressions of her and this isn't to be rude whenever i see her smiling i see literally about 20 teeth i don't know if that james saw that but that's what i saw so i don't know if uh yeah that's just my impression well uh, what's the next he must it? he must have liked it because she's still in the show that is next true. up is brie she's 24 she's a communications manager from san francisco mm -hmm. and her favorite activity is going to brunch Nice. Okay, so then we have uh, Carolyn. She's a journalist from LA. Uh, she said she's a fiercely independent serial monogamist. Um, and she's always been the caretaker in relationships. So unfortunately, she also got eliminated. So I'm glad so, yeah, that she is independent. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's a very independent woman. All right, go ahead. Next. Next up is Cassandra. She's 25. She's a social worker from Newport Beach, and she is uh, really scared of the dark. Oh, hopefully they don't do any, uh, you know, you know, horror. She also doesn't have to worry about it because she also got eliminated. Oh, there you go. Then. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we have Chelsea. Um, she's 28. She's a runaway model from Brooklyn, New York. She is currently learning Spanish online, so I get good for her. Um, and then one day Chelsea wants to swim with the stingrays and her favorite meal are uh, hot Cheetos and popcorn, which is a snack. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's basically what you need to know about her. Next up is Corinne. She's 22. She's a marketing manager from Connecticut. And she once snuck into an abandoned insane asylum in the middle of the night. Why are these people telling these random facts? <laughs> she also got eliminated because if she told that to Matt James, Maybe he would think he, she was a little crazy. Okay. Yeah. Then we have Imani. She's 25, a realtor from Albuquerque, New Mexico. She's the first to admit she is an outwardly lovey-dovey kind of person. Um, so She got she, eliminated as well. Yeah, but she. who knows if that's why or not. But I don't think she actually talked to him. So that might have been one of the problems. Some of the girls just never bothered to talk to him. <laughs> Well, I mean, some of them didn't talk to him and they still got a rose, so. That is true, so, yeah. Next one is Jasenia. She's 27. She's a social media marketer from San Antonio, Texas, and she loves escape rooms, and uh, she hopes to live in France for at least a year. Unfortunately, they won't be traveling again this season, but hope she enjoys maybe, Pennsylvania. Maybe they can do, a, a, you know, some something romantic with Matt James in France later in her life if they mm -hmm. if, if it works. Um, so then we have I have no idea how to pronounce that. Kylie, 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 Kylie. Yeah, okay, never <laughs> Kylie. Okay. Anyways, uh, so she's uh, twenty six. She's a hostess from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, she says she doesn't like to take herself too serious, 
exactly, but that doesn't mean she isn't serious about finding love. Um, she, she basically, her idea of a perfect date is running on the beach and followed by a romantic picnic. Uh, she said she's never dated anyone that her family has been truly excited about, but, uh, she's hoping to change that when Matt comes into the picture. Next up is Katie. She's 29. She's a bank marketing manager from wait for it. Renton, Washington. Um, she had a very (laughs) strange, um, limo entrance and yeah uh didn't really represent washington that well right uh then we have kyla or kayla um she's 28 she's a healthcare advocate from durham north carolina uh for some reason one of her things is kayla lives for a good tailgate is that when you like have your car like randomly behind someone else no a tailgate's like when you like are drinking and hanging out with friends before like a football game or something. Oh, okay. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, what the heck? All right. never mind. Uh, yeah. Okay. That would make a lot more sense. Uh, yeah, but she's very passionate about healthcare and yeah, that that that's basically all I got from her. Next up is Kimberly. She's 28. She's an airline recruiter. And again, Seattle, Washington. Unfortunately, she already got eliminated, but her limo entrance was, uh, you know, how Pike Place Market, they throw fish. Um, Well, Mm -hmm. she threw a fish to Matt James, except she didn't throw far enough, so it just landed on the ground. So that didn't really work out too well, but she already got eliminated. So just the two girls from Washington just didn't do great. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, that's all right. All right, so then we have Kit. She's 21, a fashion entrepreneur from New York, New York. Uh, she is, since she's 21, she, she definitely came across as very immature. She, she talks about herself as like, I'm the CEO, king, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she, she, one of her fun facts is though, she can surf in high heels. And that sounds uh, pretty, uh, pretty challenging. So good for her. And also and- why? Yeah, I don't know how you practice that. <laughs> but anyways, she's known for her high standards, apparently, but she has no doubt that Matt will be able to live up to the hype. Next up is Kristen. She's 27. She's an attorney, and she's from Virginia Beach, Virginia. And uh, she's always up for singing a Disney song is her um, fun fact. <laughs> I don't know who isn't. Yeah. Um, okay, so next up we have Lauren. Uh, she's a corporate attorney from Miami, Florida. She's terrified of lizards and frogs. She lives for the Christmas season, don't we all? Um, Let's see, she says, none of the guys she's dated in the past have truly been her best friend. She's hoping to change that. So uh, yeah, you've got a couple, you know, one-on-ones to become best friends with Matt, I guess. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then uh, hopefully date him. Next up is Maggie. She's 32, she's a pharmacist from Ethiopia. Um, what is she doing on this show? She like, there's so many better things to do. She's a pharmacist and she decides to go. Most of them don't have like, she's looking for love, Mary, I guess so, but I don't know. <laughs> okay. Ah, speaking of Mary, our next person's name is Mary. Although no, it's, it's not Mari. spelled the same. Oh, is that how you Remember pronounce yesterday it? Yesterday ah. when I was like, man, so close, but her okay, name so is it's Mari. M-A-R-I. Okay. Yeah. So Mari, never mind. <laughs> uh, she's 24 marketing director from Maryland. Uh, she loves to sing, but she admits she's not that great at it. Um, she is. She wants to visit an elephant sanctuary in Thailand. That's one of her bucket lists. 
She's a very career focused woman. And let's see, she also loves that she can completely work remotely because she can't wait to have kids and wants to be a working mom that shows young women that you truly can have it all. So inspirational. Okay. And next, Mary. Next up is Mary Lynn. She's 28. She's an event coordinator from Studio City, California. And uh, she hopes to eventually eradicate single-use plastic. <laughs> it's a very... Yes, that would be all straws in the world. <laughs> it's a very bold claim, but it's, you know, better than some of their fun facts. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, yeah, those are the... How many contestants were there? It was like 30-something. There was a lot of women this time. They boasted that uh, this was the this is the mo- they got to receive the most applications to date uh, Matt James apparently. Yeah, we're so, not done uh, though. We're not. No, there's a ton more. There's oh, MJ. Oh my god, <laughs> she's a 23 oh, year old hairstylist from Hudson, Ohio. Just when you guys thought you were done listening to this podcast. Oh my gosh, there's a second page. Never mind. <laughs> All right, and uh, MJ loves disco music and a good spicy margarita. All right, so then we have. Piper. Uh, she's a graduate student from Oregon. Uh, let's see. She's very into European cars. So she dreams of owning a Royals, Rolls Royce one day. Actually, I think she did come up in a, one of the girls came up in either a Bentley or a Royal Rolls mm-hmm. Royce. And, uh, you know, that's, it's basically a way to say I'm from Harvard or I have money basically. Um, let's see. She loves that her gra- she loves her grandma the most in the world and calls her graham cracker. That's interesting. Next um, up she is also likes oh pink, sorry picnics. Go ahead. Go ahead. Next up is Rachel. She's twenty four. She's a graphic designer from Georgia. Um, I just want to say that ABC made a typo and they spelled designer wrong. So I will, you know, contact me and I can be your editor. But they spelled designer wrong. Um, she hates slow drivers. Is her fun fact. Yes, so do I. <laughs> um, so next up we have Sana, 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 I guess, S-A-N-E-H. Anyways, uh, she's an IT consultant from Denver, Colorado. Uh, she has a contagious zest for life. Uh, she completed her first marathon when she was 16 years old. That's that's pretty good. I hope that her uh, zest for life wasn't taken away because she's already also been eliminated. Oh, boo. <laughs> All right. Next up is Sarah. She's 24. She's a broadcast journalist from San Diego and she's a trained fire dancer. So I'm wondering if she will pull out that trick for. Yeah, that sounds kind of fancy. Maybe she's like juggling like fire. Yeah. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. All right. So then we have Serena. Uh, She's 24. She's a flight attendant from San Francisco, California. Uh, you know, what's interesting is we just finished watching a TV show called Flight Attendant. And mm-hmm. <laughs> every time I see a flight attendant, I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, she she's not a fan of a birthday attention, but she does love bottomless mimosas and her favorite food is chicken wings. So, so. that was Serena C. C. This is yes. Serena P. She's 22-year-old publicist from Toronto. And she said that she's chronically hangry. So Uh-oh. good luck. Good to luck, Matt. Matt, who's <laughs> dating her. Yeah. And then we have Sydney. Uh, she's 28, marketing specialist from Nashville, Tennessee. She's a strong, opinionated woman who knows what she wants and isn't afraid to vocalize it. I'm sure Matt would love that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, amusement parks creep Sydney out. 
you know, I guess if you're, you know, it's late at night, like those can be kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. But, and then she's also allergic to avocados. Oh, hmm. how can you be allergic to avocados? Rough Next life. up and lastly is Victoria. She's 27 and her occupation is queen. And she's from Los Angeles, California. She, her limo entrance was she had people carrying her out on a throne and she had a crown on. And yeah, she's when she very... was interrupting <laughs> other girls to talk to him, she was like, hi, princess, the queen's here to talk to Matt now. And they did not like that. Let me tell you. They were yeah. not fans of her. She's, She's probably, probably going to be, be the, the villain. villain. Yeah, I agree. So and keep an eye she, out on Victoria. Lastly, just want to say uh, the light of her life is Coco, her golden doodle. What the heck is a golden doodle? Oh, okay. Dog. Man, I got it. I got it. It's a poodle golden retriever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. I love these dog babes. Golden doodle. Whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that does that conclude our list, Mary? That's it. That's everyone. That's all of them. And this has been a long podcast episode. We're just going to wrap it up real quick right now. Hope you guys are all off to a great start in 2021, but still continue staying safe. Yeah, stay safe. The vaccine should be rolling out sooner or later. Watch the Zags on Thursday against BYU, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, guys.